Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Make sure you sign up for Dan's deals. It goes live tonight. First, for the newsletter subscribers, we participated in this before, partnering with some great brands. All the deals, 50 to 60% off all the products that we have. Everything on here makes your life better. Yes, it does. Every single thing. There's like the best pillow you could buy, the best sheets you could buy, sleeping's taken care of. The best knife uh, set. That the you best could. knife set you could buy, That's and it's a crazy discount. That's pretty awesome. It's got this awesome toothbrush, actually, that's going to get your teeth right. Yeah. Uh, it's got, we got an awesome cooler. You don't even need ice, and it'll keep your drinks cold. That's better. And then while you're uh, looking at all your awesome stuff, you can snack on some of the best beer cheese you could possibly buy. What's... Every, everything makes your life better. Yeah, we have all the food groups represented in these gifts for the holidays. And uh, sign up, get the discounts at danpatrick.com. Just put your email address in there. You're good to go. And you get the newsletter every single day that recaps what we did on the A program. The seventh thing that makes your life better. Yes, Paul. The backpack, you could put the beer in it, put it in the fridge, so when you get ready to go to your tailgate the next day, you don't have to find ice or put in ice and mess it all up with ice. We are making your drinking life better. Yeah, it's a, uh, a cooler. But you don't even need ice. Oh. I mean, you can put ice in it if, if you, you want. want to. It's your choice. Yeah. You actually can just slide a, a box, a 12-pack box, right into it. Yeah. And you're all set. 12-pack of Miller Lite. We did it yesterday. If you're an Alabama fan, Clemson, Mississippi oh, that's State. Right. That's right. you got school, Auburn, school colors there. South Carolina. Um, man, I forget which ones. There's a bunch of them. Uh, we don't have one for Georgia. Cra- do we have one for Crappensburg State? Uh, not yet. We, sh- we should. By yeah. the way, we do have coffee mugs, Crappensburg uh, <laughs> State coffee mugs. We just got those yesterday. And we have the bumper sticker. And uh, what's it say? Uh, my child made the dean's list at Crappensburg State. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Got some new T-shirts there. All of that's available at danpatrick.com. All right. Uh, poll question for the final hour. If you want to recap some of the other poll questions, you can. Why not? Why don't okay. we? Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, this one, How many games should Draymond Green be suspended? <laughs> Right now, 51% of the audience say 10-plus. What do you think? Is that a lot? Is that many? Feels like it. I mean, it was a chokehold on Rudy Gobert. No punches, but it was a chokehold. I mean, I would put him down for maybe five, reduce it to three. I mean, we're going to revisit this topic with Draymond at some point during the season. So if you don't get him now, you'll get him some other time. 
Uh, what else do you have? Uh, we also have up there more to blame for the Bills' struggles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have the players, the coordinators, the head coach, or ownership. Mm-hmm. Right now, 51% of that one also have the players. Okay. How about that? Followed by the head coach. Coordinators barely getting any, and uh, ownership, not really, nothing. Okay. Uh, I, here's a suggestion for all of uh, the people in the media who love Deion Sanders. Um, stop speculating that he should go to Texas A&M because you're actually hurting him with his recruiting. You have two recruits, four-star recruits, who have backed out of their commitment with Colorado because they're not quite sure is Dion going to be there next year. So if you want Dion to succeed, don't put things out there like he could end up with the Cowboys or end up with Texas A&M. Unless it's real, but a lot of the stuff attached to Dion Sanders and what people have said has not been you know, real, has been true. And Dion even said, look, I'm not going anywhere. I got my kids. They're going to be back here next year. Unless they get some kind of waiver from the NCAA, but the NCAA is busy with other things. They may not have time. They can't multitask. They're probably you know, struggling to keep up with Jim Harbaugh. Yes, Paul? That said, if I'm A&M, I say, Dion, bring the kids. Bring them all with you. Bring the kids. Bring the cousins. Let's go. Uh, speaking of college football, the uh, Pac-12 is now the Pac-2. It's Oregon State and Washington State. But I, I love the story. I've been following the story because I want to know what happens. Can the Pac-12 still exist? Can they still have the opportunity to play in a, uh, you know, be a, uh, an automatic bid and win a, you know, be part of the national championship picture? Adding teams there. John Canzano, longtime Oregon columnist, and uh, you can find him at johnkenzano.com has been following the story as well. All right, so what happened in the newsroom, or I should say courtroom, of, uh, you know, with the Pac-12 with Oregon State and Washington State? Well, it was really interesting to be in there because you have this small town feel in Colfax, less than 3,000 people there. You've got the judge's wife sitting over in the jury box. You got former Washington State coach Jim Walton sitting next to her, their family, friends. They had lunch together before the hearing. So there's all this, uh, this really folksy stuff going on in the courtroom. And then you have these attorneys that are making $600 an hour who are, you know, it's like 15 attorneys that are in the room and they're in a tug of war over the board seats in the Pac-12 conference. And, the judge, Judge Leiby, Gary Leiby, he ultimately ruled that the actions of the board in the last year, you know, they kicked UCLA and USC off the board when they announced they were going to the Big Ten. They kicked Colorado off when they said they were going to the Big 12. He said, hey, that action matters. Uh, that's how you acted. And he, you know, yesterday awarded the two board seats to Oregon State and Washington State. Now, there's going to be appeals. They're going to file a uh, uh, you know, a motion with the state Supreme Court today, the departing 10 schools will file that motion. They're going to ask for a stay of the judge's temporary restraining order, and they're going to try to find some more favorable terrain to uh, to argue this case. They'll probably go to the uh, to Olympia, the state capital there in Washington. Unbelievable. What do you think the Pac-12 is going to look like? Well, I think ultimately, Oregon State and Washington State, they, they want to rebuild this thing. You know, the, the president at Washington State was in the courtroom. Two athletic directors were in the courtroom. They want to get busy rebuilding it. And the 10 departing schools are really stalling this out. They know the transfer portal window is December 4th. They know that's kind of a drop dead moment. And so I think they're really trying to squeeze those two schools because they, the departing schools want all the money. They want to take their share of the money. They want to dissolve the conference. Um, you know, there's $420 million in revenue coming in this year, this fiscal year. There's about another 170 coming in in future years. So there's a lot of money at stake here. 
Oregon State and Washington State want to use that money to rebuild. The departing schools want to take their share and, and be done with it. And so that's really what this is about. Okay, you, you need a new commissioner for the Pac-12 or whatever it's going to be called, and you need a TV deal. So yeah. the likelihood of all of that happening here before next season, I guess the commissioner would be the easy part. What about the TV deal? How attractive would that be? Yeah, I think they have to buy some time, you know, and I talked, there's two paths really for Oregon State and Washington State. I don't think they try to do this in, you know, 2024. I think okay. what they try to do is next season, they're going to play as a conference of two. That's, that's, I keep hearing that over and over. And the two paths that are available to them are, A, they put together a 12-game schedule. They try to uh, live off the media rights money and the what they win in this court case for the next couple of years. And then they really focus on 2025. The alternate path, if they're not able to put together a schedule, and I'm told that they already have modeled that, they have, you know, they can successfully put together a 12-game schedule, but the more favorable one might just be to create a scheduling partnership or an alliance with the Mountain West Conference, place some of those schools in 2025. There's still a whole bunch of other schools out there like Utah, Cal, and Stanford who are looking for games. I think you could pick up some Power 5 games, but I don't know. You're right about the TV money. I don't know what that deal could look like in 2024, but that's why the money that's wrapped up in the conference and in this court proceeding is so important because Oregon State and Washington State are going to have to live off of that for about 18 to 24 months. But then legally, if you restructure the Pac-12, but it's called the Pac-12, can you still get the automatic berth, the winner of the Pac-12, you know, playing for a national championship? Yeah, that's a really important question. And I think there's a debate to be had there and there may be in a negotiation. You know, Kirk Schultz, the president of Washington State, is on that council. He holds a vote in that in that decision on that president's council. So I think he could leverage that. I think really, though, too, the other thing I've heard is, you know, if you do cobble together the Pac-12 and you bring it back and you keep the brand, and I think they will do that. You could argue that if they add the right schools, Dan, that it becomes the best group of five. And that conference champion in most years probably gets a berth anyway, even though it's not automatic. Okay. So, you know, this is about, you know, I keep hearing this over and over from Washington State and Oregon State. It's about survival in the next two years. And then what happens to college football and can their brands and their success on the football field help them uh, be part of whatever comes next? We know that the uh Colorado needs to have six wins, according to the Pac-12 guidelines, to be bull eligible. Well, if the regular season ends and they have five wins, are they still affiliated with the Pac-12? Is the foot, like, can they, are they already seceding from the union? Now they're in limbo. Now they could go to a bowl game with only five wins, not the, the uh, requisite six. Yeah, I think the love language of college athletics is always going to be money. <laughs> I think if uh, if Colorado can justify that there is a windfall that the conference would share in, because technically nobody's leaving until August 1 of 2024, uh, if they could convince the conference, hey, there's a windfall here, there's a network that's willing to pay, there's a bowl game that's willing to pay for Colorado to be part of it, which there should be. I think that the uh, the board, now made of two, uh, could get together and say, "Hey, we're we would lower that requirement, and a five team win, uh, you know, five win team could get into a bowl game." Great to talk to you, John. Uh, thanks for following this story. Thanks, Dan. That's John Canzano, longtime Oregon columnist, radio host. You can uh, follow him at johnkenzano. dot com. Yeah, money is the great elixir there, because there's going to be a a bowl that's going to want. There'll be a few bowl uh, games that would love to have Deion Sanders, Colorado. Yeah, Pac-12, Pac-2, uh, 
can you kind of stitch something together, cobble it together, and then maybe you have something here in the next uh, year or so, two years? All right, we'll get to phone calls coming up. If you're just joining us, uh, Deshaun Watson is done for the year. He uh, suffered a uh, broken bone in his shoulder. And uh, they have the Browns and the Steelers are uh, coming up. With the Steelers coming to town, they are getting four and a half. At least they were. The spread's now. The Browns giving two after the Deshaun Watson story. So he has a fractured shoulder, and it's season-ending surgery. He is done. And I started to look at the number of games that Deshaun Watson has played in his career. 2017 missed nine games due to injury. 2018 didn't miss a game. 2019 missed two games due to injury. 2020 missed one game due to injury. 2021 sat out all 17 games voluntarily while healthy. 2022 missed 11 games due to the NFL suspension. 2023, he is going to miss 11 games due to injury. Total missed games in seven years is 51 games. Total games played in those seven seasons is 66. By the end of this season... Deshaun Watson will have played in just over 57% of the possible games in a seven-season run. By the way, the uh, total pay up to this point, including this season, is $142 million. And guess what he's due over the next three seasons? Uh, Before taxes, of course. $138 million. Guaranteed. Ouch. Ouch. Seems like a stat of the day to me, Marvin. Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Season finale, the LPGA Tour, and it's the CME Globe Tour Championship. That'll be Sunday, 1 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. We will talk to the uh, lead singer of Rush, Getty Lee. He is selling off his baseball collection, his memorabilia collection. Quite a collection. One of the best that you'll find. And uh, we'll talk to him about that, some of the items that he has. Did some research on this, and he's got some really rare, rare items here. Uh, baseball signed by the Beatles after the 1962 performance at Chase Stadium. Also, I think the final out of both of Johnny Vandermeer's back-to-back no-hitters. The only pitcher who's ever had back-to-back no-hitters. And uh, Getty Lee has the final out of both of those no-hitters. So he'll join us coming up here in a little bit. Mel in New York. Hi, Mel. What's on your mind today? Hi, Dan. Uh, first time, long time. Uh, five seven and a solid one ninety five. Thank you very much, boy. That's music to my ears. Uh, a question for you. Uh, actually, two questions. One, uh, you have such a great collection of items in your man cave. Have you ever thought of of doing a show, putting it on a DVD? Of of you know what you have in the man cave and maybe the backstory as to how you got it. Or... I think I did that. I did that a web video. I think the French kid came in and we kind of went around and I pointed out things uh, when I got them, uh, how I got them, uh, what they mean to me. I mean, I got you know things that are normal with a lot of collectors: Brett Favre jersey, Dan Marino autograph jersey, Barry Sanders, Wayne Gretzky, Reggie Miller, Kobe Bryant. Some of the uh, jerseys are personalized. Tom Brady, Buccaneers jersey, personalized. So there's quite a few of those, the normal things. But then I 
collect everything. I have every press pass that, you know, from when I was working at CNN. So every press pass I kept when I would go to these events, and that's starting in 1982-83. I got, like, Celtics, Lakers, Boston Garden, NBA Finals, Bird and Magic, uh, Michael Jordan's Retirement. Uh, there was a press pass that, you know, they're just like, I collected everything and I put them on the doors around here. So there's, there's just a lot of stuff here. Now, the Danettes, they turned on me last hour and they called me a hoarder. And Seton said that I, uh, I have a problem. And, uh, well, I think Fritzy jumped in too that I have a problem. But it's a problem that I uh, gladly have and uh, not worried about it. I don't know that anyone suggested you should be worried. I mean, well, you, uh, somebody said maybe I need uh, some help. Hmm. Somebody, somebody suggested. I think that. you th- posited that. Do I need help? And, and then you guys and said then yes. You, you asked, "Do I need an intervention?" Those yeah. are all things that. So maybe there's some type of uh, deep-seated concerns in your head that not at all. The first step in knowing you have a problem is asking for help. Right. Mm-hmm. And there are worse problems to have in the world, so you know what? So you got a little hoarding issue. What's the big deal? Yeah, because I wake up every day and I go, okay, I'm a hoarder. I could be Fritzy. Oh, I feel is better. that what you do? Yeah. <laughs> you get out of bed. <laughs> I feel a lot better. It, it, <laughs> God, he's just reacting. That's what he does. He's yeah, like, yeah, he's, he calls me Mr. Sensitive, and now he's lashing out. Right, he's lashing out. Just don't take it personally. And I'm sensitive. Oh, yeah, Mr. Back Row there, where you got your uh, soccer scarves, where you're trying to hide Fritzy's face from your view. Oh, you're trying to turn everybody against care. each other? This is what he's doing now. Look at, look at what I've done, Todd. I've left it I perfectly, perfectly. All the scarves are off to the side, so we can uh, we have a clear view. Mm. We just have the ability to <laughs> yeah. do As that when needed. As yeah, Todd, yeah, how do like you feel this. about that? It hurts my feelings like a little bit, yeah. but uh, I like to see his smiling what face. What doesn't hurt your feelings? Most things hurt my feelings. I went in the back. <laughs> Most things. Yeah. I went in the back. The big German is there. And, uh, you know, picture day Ray is making uh, little miniature hot dogs there. Of course, yeah. And, and I caught Fritzy going in there. Yeah, I'm hovering over the grill. They think he, I like these guys. I'm like, ever since they put the grill in, I'm making all these visits to say, hey. How, and then cooking? he didn't want me to see that he was going to have a miniature hot dog. You can have it. I don't care. I'm not your mom. You're a, you're a food hider is what you are. I do, because I know there's cameras and everything, and I, the last thing I want to be is in the morning meeting video. Even when you go food. home, you stop at Jersey Mike's. You don't have anything while you're here, and then it's like, all right, Fritzy not eating anything. Yeah, and when then, you don't eat until 2 o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> next thing you know, it's like two medium pizzas and a Mountain Dew. <laughs> Why am I so hungry? Because you didn't eat since like 10 p.m. the night before. <laughs> it's a problem. I, I have problems, too. See, we all have problems. I like how one of the backroom guys followed Fritzy. One time from the man cave, just to see what fast food place he stopped. Can't trust anybody here. This is what it is. <laughs> what? Well, they weren't trying to. They just mm. saw him, and then they followed him, and then he pulled into Jersey Mike's. I wonder who assigned that job. <laughs> People taking their cell phones I mean, out. To be fair, Todd isn't really exactly given a moment's peace while he's here, so I don't blame him for one not wanting to eat here. Saying oh, what needs to be said. God. Thank you. Shut what, up. what do you got there, Todd? Like, I'm just trying to eat a sandwich. Dude. What are you wearing? Okay. What are you doing? What did, are you wearing? Did what are you Todd doing? do that to McLovin? Hey, McLovin, what do you got there? What do you eat? I learned hey. real quickly not okay, to. Okay, but that. did you do that? But I wasn't insane. And that's the reason why McLovin left. But, yeah, but I wasn't keeping track of his every move like I was keeping a diary or something like that. Did you annoy McLovin and know you... Uh, everybody you, you annoyed, annoyed McLovin. And you know what? McLovin annoyed everybody, too. That's kind of the dynamic. And that's why we have Marvin here. Yeah. 
Just in time for the Connecticut Husky Magazine expose. <laughs> what a great addition to the team. Wow. Where would we be without Marvin? Thank goodness for Marv. Getty Lee's going to join us. <laughs> I'm going to ask him if he's a hoarder or a collector. All of his sports memorabilia. Let's take a break, Todd, okay? Yeah, we should take a break. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Simply Safe. See, when you have all of this memorabilia, you need Simply Safe home security. Segway. Yeah, you do. Thank you, Todd. Simply Safe comprehensive protection for the whole home. Advanced sensors, they detect break ins, fires, floods, even. If somebody's going to move my memorabilia around. Yes. Can you upgrade to the hoarder's package? It's only like $1.99 extra. It's powered by 24-7 professional monitoring. Not a real package. Less than a dollar a day. That's half the cost of traditional home security. Sure, I hope think about it. I hope you're having fun. Hoarder deal? Just click. You guys got to click the button. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer. Uh, and you may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation. And you may know my friend and co-host, Donnie Starkins, as well. He's a mindfulness teacher, a yoga instructor, a life coach, a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories. On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. 
As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This in from Mary Kay Cabot. She covers the Cleveland Browns. The Browns will start my guy Dorian Thompson-Robinson versus the Steelers. Uh, she asked Dorian Thompson Robinson before the uh, Seahawks game how it'd be different night and day. It'll be a clear dif- difference. I finally got my feet wet. I know what to do. I know what to study when I get out there. So you're going against one of the top five defenses, and it should be night or day. It better be night and day, and he can move a little bit. Uh, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Uh, we talked to Getty Lee yesterday, so uh, we'll get to that in a moment. Christie's and Hunt Auctions proudly present selections from Getty Lee, the important baseball memorabilia. It's his collection, historic offering that uh, you have uh, going back for uh, many, many century, or, uh, decades here. Live auction will take place December 6th. The pieces are available to look at. December 1st through December 5th. For more information, visit christies.com. Here is how I started my interview with the lead singer of the band Rush, Getty Lee. We were trying to play guess Getty Lee's favorite baseball player growing up. Now, you save your answer. Let's go around the room. Getty Lee's favorite baseball player growing up, Todd. Greg Luzinski. Greg Luzinski. Seton O'Connor. Sandy Koufax. Marvin. Mickey Mantle. Uh, uh, Paulie. Harmon Killebrew. I'm going Al Kaline. Oh, God, you guys are torturing me. Uh, yeah, Al Kaline. Oh, okay. oh nicely done. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what was the, did you meet Al? No, never met him. Uh, but, you know, we were in uh, a zone where we got the American League games on the weekends. And so the, the Tigers-Yankees rivalry was the thing when I was growing up, and we saw a lot of uh, Tigers games. And and uh, I believe uh, the Toronto Maple Leaf ball team that was uh, located in Toronto with the International League team, I think they were a farm club of the Tigers for a while. And, and uh, one or two games I managed to sneak downtown and watch when I was really young, I think even Sparky Anderson was on that club. So I had a familiarity with guys like Al Kaline, Norm Cash. Uh, you know, that was a great era. And, of course, Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris were the thing when I was a kid, too. So I was fans of them as well. First piece of memorabilia you remember buying was what? Um, it was a... Um, it was a photograph of Satchel Page that was signed by him. And uh, I bought that at the same time as a photograph of uh, the, the shot uh, signed by uh, Bobby Thompson. Uh-huh. Those two pieces, uh, I was uh, walking through a memorabilia store, and I, I didn't collect that stuff yet. And so I saw these two pieces, and I thought, well, though, they would look really cool hanging in my office. So, uh, But then it becomes an addiction. Yes. Right. When did you realize that it was out of hand? Um, I'm, last year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's been out of hand for quite a while. It's my nature. Uh, you know, the problem I have 
is not that I'm a borderline hoarder or that uh, I'm a passionate collector, is that I have this kind of completist attitude to collecting. So, for example, when I started collecting no-hitter balls, well, I, I had to have every no-hitter ball that I could possibly find. And so um, it's that part of the illness that has caused me to have so much stuff that uh, I couldn't even display it all. So You know, we that. used to be a collector was pretty good, and then they started labeling us hoarders. And, yes. and then it became a negative. So I have a man cave full of stuff and just stuff that I've collected when I was at ESPN and, you know, probably 40 years worth. But I have this huge building that I can put it in. I, do you have a big building that you have all of this stuff in? Or did you know? Did you run out of space? Well, I ran out of space. I, you know, I have this incredible office at home where I displayed all my favorite pieces, and I couldn't really display them all. I had boxes and boxes of wonderful pieces that I'd completely forgotten about, and uh, and then when I started collecting base vintage bass guitars. I had a real problem. I had a critical mass issue at my home. Uh, so how many how many guitars did you have? About three hundred and fifty. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. And uh, you collected from bands like other artists? Uh, not so much. I was just interested in in vintage pieces, rare pieces, a wow. lot of a lot from what I call the golden age of guitar making, which was the late fifties, early sixties, uh, and. You know, again, being a completist, I had to have one of each brand, even obscure <laughs> Italian brands that uh, were made and not many seen on this uh, side of the world. What's the most you spend on a piece of memorabilia? Uh, guitar or uh, baseball? <laughs> baseball. Oh, I don't know. Over a hundred grand, I have spent. Yeah. But you got I, uh, uniforms. You got uniforms as well. Bats as well. Yeah, uh, I really tried to focus on single-signed baseballs or game-used baseballs. Uh, but, you know, uh, it's also fascinating to me that sometimes in a bat, like I have a bat that might have been used by Joe Jackson, but it's one of his uh, signature bats. And how do you not uh, try to grab that if you're a collector? I have a lot of personal memorabilia that I would never part with. Uh, for my collection, stuff like I have Bill Lee's uniform. Uh, the day that he freaked out in the Montreal Expos clubhouse because Rodney Scott had been traded, he took off his Expos uniform, tore it up, and then head, headed to the bar across the street to, to have a few pints. And Jim Fanning picked up, uh, who was the manager of the Expos at the time, he picked up the uniform and kept it all these years. And I got to know Jim through Larry Walker, who's a friend of mine and a really nice family. And they, you know, allowed me to purchase it from them for my collection. But that's something that's so special because I'm a Canadian and because I was, the Expos were my first real passionate love. I have an autographed baseball from Joe Carter and Mitch Williams on a World Series baseball. They both signed. That wow. that year that they I don't know what it's worth, but I I visited both of them that off season after Joe hit the home run, and I asked Joe if he would sign it, and then Mitch signed it as well. But what struck me though, Getty, is I asked Joe Carter where the home run ball was, and he said mm -hmm. right there in the kitchen, 
So I open up a kitchen drawer, and the ball rolls out, and I go, (laughs) that's one of the most famous baseballs in history. He goes, yeah, but I gave it to my wife. It It wasn't in a trophy case. It was in a junk drawer. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, that's, this is, you know, he played the game. So to him, it's yeah. just a tool of the trade. You know, sometimes that's, it's like that. I have memorabilia from Rush passes and things from important gigs and shows. And, you know, they're just collecting in some drawer or something. So I understand that feeling. Whereas if it was from baseball for me, that would be just sacrosanct. You know, you've got to put it in a special place. You have a baseball signed by the Beatles? I do, yeah. And that's not for Beatles. Yeah, at Shea Stadium, uh, at that gig, that famous gig they did at Shea Stadium in the 60s. What do you think that'll go for? I have no idea, but it could go very high. It could very well be one of the highest uh, uh, selling items in the sale. What what are the top-end items, you think, as far as this auction at Christie's? Well, <laughs> it's hard for me to guess. I'm so close to these things, and I've had so many of them for decades. But the Beatles ball, for sure. I think that some of the presidential stuff, especially the John Kennedy first pitch, 1961, I mean, that's an amazing ball. I was very fortunate to acquire. And, in fact, I was very fortunate to acquire a few John Kennedy signed baseballs. And um, In fact, in 1961, he was the... He's one of the few presidents that threw a first pitch out to both teams. That Now, that's a Democrat. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, there's some other great things. I have uh, Johnny Vandermeer's final outs from his back-to-back no-hitters. That's pretty darn special, man. See, that one is wild. We'll never have that again. And the fact that you got the final out on both of those no-hitters. Yeah, I, I, mean, I had to have them both. You know, uh, it's the same with the Kennedy uh, 61 uh, signed balls. I, once I I bought the the first one that's also signed by Lyndon Johnson many, many years ago. And uh, I thought it was the only one. And then up pops this other one on sit for sale, and it's the other team. Uh, and I thought, well, this has got to be a fake because I have the original one. But it turns out he did, in fact, throw two pitches out that day. We're talking to Getty Lee. Uh, are you still introduced as the lead singer of Rush? That's what I'm kind of known for. So, okay. yeah, that's fine. Lead singer, bassist of Rush, yeah. But last time I talked to you, that was a couple of years ago. You said you were done. This is probably six years ago. But uh, yeah. so are you well, done? Well, uh, <laughs> Rush... Uh, you know, Neil Peart, our drummer, retired in 2015, and sadly he uh, um, suffered from glioblastoma for a few years, and he passed away in 2020. So Rush, as a unit of Neil, Alex, and myself, of course, was over in 2015. Uh, whether I will play again in some form, that's very possible. Uh, I leave myself quite open to that. I just finished uh, a two-year epic writing my memoir, and which is coming out today, as a matter of fact. And, um, and that was a, me- a great distraction and a real ca- cathartic process for me. But uh, now that that's done, I'm kind of anxious to get back to my day job and see if I can write some music that people still care about. My in Life, that is uh, the engrossing tale of a classic underachiever who became a rock and roll Hall of Fame vocalist, bassist, and keyboard player. It's like somebody wrote that for me, Getty. (laughs) 
But you guys aren't known for being like the Stones in the south of France when they were doing Exile on Main Street. Like, you weren't going crazy as a party band, were you? Um, well, no, we, we flew under the radar, you see, because we didn't have any mainstream media attention. You know, we were kind of a cult band, like the world's most popular cult band. And so whatever transgressions we happened to get involved in, you know, remained <laughs> quiet. So I found it in my heart to share some of those crazy moments <laughs> in my book that some people I think might be a little surprised to read. Did you give me the band you partied with? one time and lived to tell about it oh i remember a fantastic uh a number of nights with uh, the band ufo when they were touring with us and uh, we had i remember uh some of the guys in thin lizzie challenging us to a scotch drinking contest and i'd be very careful when you challenge a canadian to a drinking <laughs> contest because we're a hardy breed up north <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, and there's a time that we had a party at the end of a KISS tour where uh, the drummer of KISS ended up throwing a giant potted palm over a balcony out, and God, thankfully no one was hit. And so there are a few stories, and then there are some self-contained stories about one time <laughs> in Manchester, England, when Alex had challenged our six foot eleven um, stage manager to a cognac drinking contest. Now that is not advisable because cognac is a sipping brew, right? Mm -hmm. you, don't, you don't do shots of that. That is a very funny tale, I have to say. Bit too long and, uh, you know, censored to share here. Uh, I love you, man, with uh, Paul Rudd and Jason Siegel. When you first heard about what they were doing, what was your reaction and what your role would be in that? Well, we were coming out of a time, uh, you have to remember, we had just sort of survived a five-year hiatus where Neil had had some terrible tragedies in his life, and we were not sure that he would come back to the band. But he did, thankfully, for, for the world of uh, Rush fans and for me personally. Um, and so when we embarked on that tour, we were of a completely different mindset, things that we would normally say no to out of hand. We now decided, you know, like that famous Seinfeld episode, if, you know, every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite must be right. So we just started saying yes to everything. And John Hamburg had gotten the script to I Love You, Man, to us. We read it and we said, this is a comedy. This is good. Yes, we'll do it. And that's how it all started. And, of course, when we got to the set, we had no idea how much fun we'd have. And the guys in, in the movie were so kind and so excited. And it was just one of the best memories I have. And then you were with Paul Rudd last night? Yes, Paul very kindly agreed to be my surprise guest host last night at the Beacon Theater. And he was as charming and affable as you could ever expect. You know, he's just one of the nicest people in show business. Honest to God, what a, what a sincere guy. Well, we'll come full circle because that's who Al Kaline was. He was a wonderful gentleman. And uh, having met him a couple of times, I know you said that that was your idol when you were growing up. You would have been proud to know that that was your idol because he was a great man. Well, I'm, re I'm really happy to know that because I never did meet him. And uh, that, makes me, that makes me smile. Thanks. Good luck with the book. Good luck with the auction. And there's no shame in starting a new collection there, Getty. Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> Nothing wrong always, with it. <laughs> always something else to collect. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Dan. Great to be here.
That's Getty Lee, and uh, you can see the items that he is going to be auctioning off at Christie's.com. That'll be December 1st through the 5th. You'll be able to look at it, and the auction takes place December 6th. A lot of fun. I think he's a collector, not a hoarder, just saying. By the way, uh, this hour brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. You're going to love the uh, vehicles. The vehicle's all electric, the feeling. All Mercedes. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash special offers. Take a break. Last call for phone calls. What's in store tomorrow? And this day in sports history after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Last call for phone calls. What we learn. What's in store tomorrow. Coming up in about, I don't know, 15 minutes. Marvin sits down with an investigative reporter from Yukon Huskies magazine. Going to ask you about your college life, your degree, and that you've made the big time. You're now part of the Dan Patrick Show. Any skeletons in the closet there, Marvin, that may be brought up in the <laughs> Yukon magazine, Yukon Husky magazine? Skeletons? Mm-hmm. Well, we talk about skeletons. Mm-hmm. I'm hoarding those. You are? <laughs> okay. Are you nervous? A little bit. Okay. But, like, I'm more excited more so than anything. Are you sure? You I'm, seem like you're out of sorts here. I'm positive. Okay. Yeah. Todd? It's a special thing. It's an honor. You should be excited. I know he's excited. He just uh, wants to handle it the right did, way. I'm did sure. NYU do an, uh, an article on they you? They have not. Okay. They have not been invited back to campus. They don't want to talk to me. <laughs> Nothing. 
Well, you never really were part of campus because you were I home with your mom. I get back on the train fast enough. As yeah. soon as my classes were over, I just went back on the train back to mom. Yeah. And occasionally a girlfriend. It's while, kind of uh, like here. As soon as the show's <laughs> over, pretty much. run back. Mom making to cookies. To mom. <laughs> All righty. Got to get one more zinger in because you're all sent to the water thing. No, you, you crushed me earlier. You got me. I take it. Some things need to be said. Yeah, yeah. and I, I deserve it. I deserve it. If I'm a hoarder, I'm a hoarder. But I didn't call you one. I said you're on the cusp of being a hoarder. You said I... Borderline I, hoarder. You felt like I'm, I need help. You're on the border of being a hoarder. Do you think we could get Dr. Phil to the come Dr. on this show? Phil. The Dr. Phil to come that on this show. That would be fabulous. He could come in and maybe dissect what's wrong with this. Yeah, you got all this stuff going on, all this chaos, but <laughs> secretly you got everything all in order. Interesting. It's just a little game you play with the audience. He could have done a little better impersonation there. You got the hat and the lasso and the boots and everything. That don't make you no cowboy. That's better. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. Just a couple, Dan. You got uh, 1992. Richard Petty drove the final race of his 35-year career. Everyone loves Richard Petty. Um, how about this? In 06, Emmett Smith was named winner of ABC's Dancing with the Stars. I don't mm-hmm. recall that. Mm-hmm. And in 2005, Major League Baseball and players and owners agreed to tougher penalties for steroid use. 05. Hmm, After cool. the steroid era was over. Okay. Uh, let's see. Princeton beat Harvard on this date, 1879. Yay! One to nothing. College football game. They did it. Yeah. One? One to nothing was the final. Is that a forfeit? I think a forfeit is one. I don't know, but Princeton unveiled the concept of using blockers to help advance the ball. <laughs> what What were they doing before then? Standing around? <laughs> hey, you're on your own, Timmy! Sorry. Um, Paulie, check that box score. Okay. On it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Anything else in here? Melvin Gordon on this day, 2014, rushed for 408 yards. He sat out the final quarter. The Badgers win over Nebraska. Right, Melvin? Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Okay. Uh, let me see. Cody in Michigan. Hey, Cody, I'll squeeze you in here. Cody, one. 12552 Hi code Do you think um the punishment for Jim Harbaugh is like it's a crime Well, I don't know yet, Cody. And is there school today? Um I'm homesick. Oh, okay. Our kind of viewer. Yeah. Had a boy lad. We love shut-ins. We we appreciate that. Well, thank you, Cody. Hopefully we're a, a the best medicine for you to feel better. Yes, Eden. Stomach aches are impossible to disprove. That's true. You just remember that, Cody. Oh, my, ah, stomach. my stomach hurts. Ah. Really? Really? Yes, Paul. Little tip, Cody. When you're Next time you call us, go, <clears throat> Mr. Patrick. Uh, <clears throat> sell, sell it, son. Um, I, I need to know more details about Jim Harbaugh. That's like, I keep asking just logical questions, and I don't know if we're going to get logical answers. If he didn't know, then how didn't you know? That would be where I'd start. Who did know? How much did they know? How did it affect your game plan? Why is Connor Stallions no longer on the staff? Like, you know, there's a lot of things there. Let's go around the room what we learned on the program. Todd, mean-spirited Todd, what did you learn today? Getty Lee is a completist. When he started collecting no-hitter baseballs, he felt compelled to acquire as many as he possibly could. Seton O'Connor. You're good. You're good. I am? I'm, yeah, you're good. <laughs> No, I'm not. No, you're good. No, I'm not. No, you don't have to concern yourself with the opinions of... Others? Dweebs? Yeah, yeah, I do. Marvin, what did you learn? NYU has not invited Fritzy back to NYU. Uh, Paulie, what did you learn? Order now. 
Have a great day, everybody. Hope we entertained you. We'll try to do it again tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite.